thank God, amen, for what he's doing. Here at Apostolic Restoration, where restoration begins with one choice, as I always say. So our first scripture is going to be in 1 Corinthians 15 and 57 and 58. So 1 Corinthians 15, 57 and 58. And it reads, and we got to do it for sake of time. It says, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye therefore step, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that ye labor, that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Amen. That was First Corinthians fifteen verses uh, fifty-seven and fifty-eight. Our other scripture is going to be, Amen. First Peter four verses four and six. You can't hear me. I might have to mute some people's microphones if they got a lot of background or something. Yeah. Why don't y'all mute? Let me do it. Just if you go, if you know, you may have a lot of background noise because some of y'all might want to say amen and there's nothing wrong with that. So it all depends on if y'all feel, you know, y'all might want to say, y'all might want to say amen. So 1 Peter 4 verses 4 and 6 and it reads 1 Peter 4 and 6 and it says wherein they think it strange that ye not run with them to the act to the same excess of riot speaking of evil of you who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead for this cause was the gospel preached also to them that are dead, that they might be the judge according to men in the flesh, but live according to God. Let me read this again. We got we got a little we got a little correction going on. Yeah, you might have to. In First Peter, we have a little. We got a little little childhood situation we got going on. So in First Peter, First Peter four, verses four and four, it says, "Wherein they think it strange that ye run not with them, in the same excess of rioting, speaking evil of you, who shall give account to them that is ready to judge the quick and the dead." For this cause was the gospel preached also to them that are dead, that they might be judged according to men in the flesh, but, but live according to God in the spirit. The next scripture is Ephesians 4, verses 14 and 15. It says in, in Ephesians 4, Ephesians 4, verses 14 and 15, it says that we henceforth no, be no more children tossed to and fro about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, 
whereby they lie in wait to deceive you, but speak the truth in love, may grow up in him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. Then our next one is, is, is Malachi 3, 5, and 6. That's Malachi 3, 5, and 6. And it says, And I will come near to you to judgment, and I will be a swift witness. Y'all check that out. I'm going to be a, a, a fast witness. And I will be a swift witness against the sorcerers, against the idolaters, against the false witness. Uh, I mean, against the false. Uh, let me read that again. And I will come near you, to you to judgment. And I will be a swift witness against the sorcerers, against the idolaters, against the false swearers, against those that oppress the hirelings in his wages, the widow and the fatherless that turn aside the stranger from the right and fear not me, saith the Lord of hosts. Key verse, verse seven, verse six, for I am the Lord. I change not. Somebody say, I, he, God don't change. God don't change. For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, you sons of Jacob are not consumed. And then my last scripture is, is um, Proverbs 24 and 21. It says, my son, fear thou the Lord and the king and meddle not with them that are given to change. That's Proverbs 24 and 21. And so I just want to minister real quick on strange, time, strange times saying God. Strange times, strange, strange times saying God. So, so let me jump on into this. So as we are as we're having to adjust in the different formats that we're dealing with and the different ways that we have to have church, we got to understand that, that even though our platforms has changed, God has not changed. For weeks we have been talking about how great God is. We've been talking about God walk with me like you always have. We've been talking about how, amen, how Abraham was led by God. And we've been talking about throughout this whole time period how everything has changed so fast. And I want to send a real good warning to everybody. Understand this, and I was telling Lady J this, we cannot time this. Everybody's looking for it to go as fast as it's coming. There are even people that are prophesying that it's going to leave as fast as it came. So if, if, if already God is letting people know that just like it came quick, it may come just like it came swift. And we read in the scripture that it, that it, uh, that God came in with swift judgment that he came in swiftly. It may leave fast, but don't try to time it. It's like trying to time the market. You may get lucky. You may, it may, you may get lucky on it. But you can't time the market. You can't time what's going on. And so don't try to feel like you know when and where. You got to be led by the Spirit so when the hour comes, you know what to do. One of the things that, I, that I've been having on my mind 
is that we don't even deserve God with the way that we that with the way that we serve him. We really don't. We really don't deserve God with the way that we treat him. But thanks be unto God that he loves us so much that he goes beyond how we treat him and he still is coming after us to love him. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? We don't do God right all the time. We trade up on God for just the simplest things. When we want something, we'll, we'll flip on God so quick and then turn around and say, oh God, I need you. You my life, you my source. We flip on God, but thanks be to God that he's not a God that he's going to hold it, that he's going to remember that we flesh and that we fickle. And he, 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 that, we, that he understands our frame and that he realizes where we're at. Amen? The other thing is, it's self-evaluating time. Who background is that? I don't know. Who background is that? Oh. Oh. So listen, right now, it is self-evaluation time to reset your life so that you could be in a better position. Stop worrying about how crazy Corona is. Rona was meant to be crazy. It was meant to be like that. This is on design. God is not surprised with what's going on, everybody. God has never been surprised. God knows exactly what's going on. But what's the problem is we don't know what's going on. Amen. And so we, because we don't know what's going on, you know what that do. <clears throat> when we don't know what's going on, we go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Mm -hmm. We going crazy because we don't know what is God's next step. That's where trusting God comes in. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will what? He will direct our path. But the first thing that we got to understand is, is, is that the first thing we got to understand is, is that trusting the Lord has nothing to do with how you want to trust him. Did, are y'all hearing what I just said? Trusting God has nothing to do with how you want to trust him. We want to trust God for things that we want. That's not how it works. Trusting God is trusting him that he's going to keep his word and that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. Not what we say. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So it's self-evaluation time. It's time to reset your life. Get yourself in a better position. If, if, if they're giving you flexibility to adjust some things when it comes to your finances or anything like that, use wisdom. Don't feel like, okay, now that they can't kick me out, I ain't going to pay rent. Don't be foolish. Don't be stupid. Don't Just because they're giving you flexibility, use it to your advantage, but don't abuse it and find yourself in a double position. Because if you say, well, I'm going to just blow this and not pay my rent, not pay my wee energy, it's going to be double. <laughs> you still going to have to pay it. Use wisdom. If you get anything from the government, don't look for it. Let me say that. Don't look for this money that they say and they send it. Because you don't know how it's going to come, if it's going to come, or when it's going to come. Let it be something that helps you advance. Don't blow it and say, oh, I want a Fendi, uh, Fendi purse. Don't blow it on no Fendi purse, y'all. 
Don't burn the, don't blow it on clothes and shoes and, and, and all sorts of re- going out to eat now. Now y'all want to have date nights and all of these other things. No, don't blow it on those things. Are y'all get what I'm saying? Don't use it to advance yourself so that you can have savings. Please use your device name. Are y'all get what I'm saying? Don't try to blow it on those things. Let me see. Don't try to blow it on frivolous things. Don't try to blow it on things that don't matter. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? Don't try to blow it on. Turn those don't blow it on foolish things. Don't blow it on things that are, that's not gonna matter. We, don't blow it on things that you know uh, you gonna have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Y'all get what I'm saying? I wish I would have spent. It. Some people act like that with their taxes. They thought they was rich, and now they suffering. Y'all get what I'm saying? Don't look at this. As a time to do nothing. This is a time to self-evaluate and reset your life. Get yourself in a better position. Look at your credit. Get your credit in order. Look at your look at your education. Get your education in order. You messed up in the past. God has given you a chance for you to redirect your life right now. But guess what? The time is limited. Don't be trying to say, I should have, could have, would have, I plan to plan. If you don't act now, you're going to miss out because you don't know how quick this may come back. The other thing is besides self oh, part of the self-evaluation, be honest with yourself. Amen. Stop saying that you, when you know you cray-cray, when you know you impatient, when you know that you got a bad attitude, stop making it seem like it's everybody else. Check yourself. Check yourself. Some of your life has been because of you. It's you with the bad attitude. It's you that can't get along with nobody. Self-evaluate to get you in a better position. In the words of my sister's pastor, he said, I would rather keep on failing and and always fail than than, uh, be afraid to fail. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, and, and someone else made a statement that a faith that my, my first lady J was listening to a message and, and this lady was giving this, uh, she was exhorting people and everything she said was everything that was said at the ministry. I know that it's 40 minutes long, but we watch a movie for more than 40 minutes. I want to encourage you to go look at that. We watch drama and craziness for 40 minutes, but as soon as it's something to deal with God, all of a sudden that's just too long. Why is that too long? Come on, y'all. We flipped the channel trying to look for something good to watch for 40 minutes. Invest in your spiritual life. Go listen to the whole thing. There's so much confirmation, it'll let you have confidence that the ministry that you're at is hearing from God. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? All right. But she made a statement. She said one of her pastors had a statement that said a faith that cannot be trusted, uh, a faith that cannot be tested is a faith that cannot be trusted. Now, that's powerful. A faith that cannot be tested is a faith that cannot be trusted. Your faith may be on trial, but when this gets tested, will you be able to stand? And remember, 
before I go to my next three points and then we'll be done. Remember, faith isn't stepping out on something that you don't, that you just, um, I'm just going to believe God. I'm just going to walk in faith. Faith is not you stepping out doing something that you just want to do. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? That's not faith. Faith is not saying, I'm just going to go to the car dealership and I'm going to get me a car. That's not faith. That's foolishness. That is not faith. Faith is when God speaks and then you act. The Bible says that Jesus told Peter to get out of the boat. The faith was that Peter stepped out of the boat. Now, the trust in God came in that he walked to Jesus. Faith and trust work hand in hand, everybody. Faith and trust. Remember this. Faith and trust works hand in hand. But faith is not based on I'm believing God, so I'm going to just do it. That's not faith. That's what you want to do. Faith is God spoke it and then you following God. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? Faith is, faith is you following what God said. God told Abraham, leave everything and what? And go to a different country, right? I'm, so he led Abraham to do certain things, but he first told him what to do. Faith isn't, I'm just going to do it and then I'm just going to trust God. Faith is God speaks first. And right now, people, y'all, we need faith. And so we don't need to just jump out and just do things. We need to hear from God first and follow his leading because God ain't going to fail. Amen. Number three is this. God has put us in a place where we're, uh, that we've been sent back to our homes. Now, this is powerful. God has sent us back to a place where we've been sitting, where we were, where we've been sent back to our homes because our families and our homes was out of order. While our families and our homes was out of order and our families and homes was out of order. But get this. We were saying that our, our family was in order and that we fine at the house. But our families and our house was out of order. So God is sending us back to get our family and our, and our homes in order. But listen to this. This is the deeper part. It's not so that after this changes, things go back, that it can be about your immediate family and, every, and everybody else. Forget about everybody else. No. This is not about after everything blows over. Now, I learned... Since God, you know, he had us go back to our home so we could build our family. Now it's moved over. Now we, we don't want to deal with nobody else. We just want to deal with our immediate family. That is not why God is trying to get us to get our family in order. He's trying to get our family in order so that when our family is ordered, we can flow in God and help other people and have a legacy. It's not so that after this is all said and done, we can say, well, me and my men, you know, me and my wife and our kids, we good. We don't have to deal with nobody. God taught us through the Rona to stick together and we don't care about nobody else. You done lost the whole purpose of why we're Christian to be witnesses. If it's all about you and your family, if it's all about you and your family, how are you going to witness to other people? That's not God. That's us, y'all. When, we, when it's all about us and our, 
when it's us about when it's about us in our four and no more, that means that it's that we in our flesh. We have to. I know I look hideous not having glasses on. I apologize in advance. But when it's, it's about us, I told you I needed a makeover. I'm gonna put some cucumbers on my eyes. Um, listen, it's God is sending us back to our homes because. At church, we are acting like our home life is good, but our home life has been jacked. Our marriages aren't what they, what we say that they are. Our, our life with our children is not what we say that it is. We make it seem like our children listen to us, but at home, they're treating us bogus. They bullying us. They doing their own thing. That is not what God is doing. He's sending us back to our home so that we can get our house in order. Y'all get what I'm saying? So we can, the Bible says, how can you rule the house of God and you can't rule your own house? There's a lot of pastors and preachers and a lot of different people at church. They rule in they, they ruling the church good, but they're not ruling their house right. You can't look. If you're a wife, you can't be running your husband. And if you're a husband, you can't be running your wife. There's a level of balance that comes in that. Y'all get what I'm saying? There's a level of submission one to another. You can't out-talk your spouse. Amen. You can't out-talk your kids. The Bible tells us, amen, to suffer the little children to come unto us. To, he says, suffer the little children to come unto me. How are we going to get Jesus people to, how are we going to get our kids to come to Jesus and our kids don't even want to come to us? Amen. The Bible tells us, don't provoke your kids to wrath. But we've been doing it. And so God is shutting everything down so that we can go back to the house, so that we can get our families in order, so that there can be a flow of God in our life, so that we can be have a legacy, the legacy of God, and we'll be able to reach people. Again, if it's about you with your forward no more, y'all are not going to be able to reach nobody. You're putting yourself in a box, and that's where you're going to be, in your box. And let me warn you, you may be happy with your little box until it becomes a cave you can't get out of. Let me say that again. You're going to be happy in your box until it becomes a place that you wish you can get out of because you're tired of being in the box, and you ain't seeing the beauty outside the box. The fourth one is, this is a season uh, so don't treat this on how life is. This is a season. This is not how life is going to be for the rest of our lives, everybody. It's, it's a season. We are in a season, y'all. It's like, let me put it this way. I wrote this down. We are in a season, so it's like we on a family vacation for some people. But this is a season. Y'all get what I'm saying? It's like going on vacation. This is a season. So, so don't treat it like, like it's a family, like it's going to always be this way. Right now, the pressure of bills is lighting a little bit. They're not pressing you about your rent because they can't evict you. They're not pressing you about your car insurance because they're trying to help you. But do, so don't treat it like, oh, I love how it is now. All right, we got 10 minutes. Oh, I love how it is now. I love how it is now. Woo, let me live like this. You're going to be, a, that is foolish. You're going to set yourself up for failure. 
this is for this is a season. So don't treat it like it's how it is. Don't vacate. You should be getting some clarity from God and separate your voice from his voice. Get some clarity. Stop saying, stop guessing. Stop having a mindset, I'm going to do what I want to do. So I don't care what nobody say. I don't care what the pastor say. I don't care what this person say. Stop having that mindset. You in the flesh. Amen. Oh, ye foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you? Who tricked you? So got, stop having in your mind that you know that this is, woo, this is beautiful. Yeah, right now it's beautiful. You know how many people at my job are enjoying uh, being at home for 14 days with their kids? But guess what? They can't live there because the bills are a coming, ladies and gentlemen. Don't live in this season like it's the like it's your life. You in a vacation time period. This is not how it's gonna be. Am I right about it? Pretty soon, when things go back to normal and they get that one check, then life gonna come right back. And the proof of how you, the proof of what you did right now. And how you prepare right now is going to show up when things flip back. And if you didn't prepare right now and do what you're supposed to do right now, when it flipped back, it's going to be on you. Because you looked at this as permanent and it's a temporary season. And what's going to happen is, is now you're going to be scrambling for money, for peace, for rest, for direction, for guidance. The voice of God, the leading of God, the way of God. If you don't treat this time as a season to get clarity, to hear the voice of God separate from your voice, you are going to be in trouble. My last, my second to the last one. Be mindful not to uh, be like or affected by people that's always changing. And they change for no reason. And they don't show no consistency. Y'all got to be careful about people that, that's changed for no reason and, and they're not consistent in their life and in their walk. they just changing for the sake of changing. They're always looking for a new thing just for the sake of learning something or doing something new. And the Bible says, always learn, always, they're ever learning, but never coming into the knowledge of the truth. There are people that always want to always do something new, something new, something new. Learn from some things. Be careful of people that change on the whim. The Bible says that we shouldn't be moved by every wind of doctrine. Be consistent, y'all. If you lose your walk with God to, today and through this time period, you was not grounded. And if you lose it during this time, you don't want to be grounded. Because this is a, don't, nobody got no reason now not to spend time with God because we're spending more time at the house because we are uh, safer at home. If you ain't getting stronger in your walk on God is you. My last statement. Throughout the Bible, uh, people's situation changed. Some had plagues. Some dealt with war. Some dealt with idolatry. Some dealt with religious, um, religious and ethnic pride. I'm glad that we ain't like them sinners. But through it all, God stayed the same. Whether it was a plague, an idol, Religious pride, ethnic pride, God stayed the same. So don't fear. Y'all stop. No fear, all right? Y'all hear me? So don't fear. Don't have no doubts, no fears, uncertainty, because it don't affect God. It don't affect God. It affects us, but if we lean in on God, we're going to be all right. 
because God is not affected by none of these changes. So don't let the change on, on and everything you see change how you see God. Our God is great, he's mighty, and he's personal. Understand that wisdom is the, is the leading of God and it's not our own. Remember, his thoughts are not our thoughts. Y'all heard what I said? Remember that the wisdom of God is the leading of God. And so how God leads you, he leads you, he speaks to you, or, this, or however God speaks to you, dream, vision, vocal, however God speaks to you, that is the wisdom of God. But the wisdom of God is foolishness to men. Why? Because his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. Lean on the wisdom of God to be led. Don't be led by your thoughts. Don't be led by your feelings. I say all the time, I ain't said it in a while, but remember, I always say our feelings do what? They lie to us. And if, we, and if we're not careful, we'll let our feelings lie to us. We won't take the wisdom of God and let that lead us. Thank you, Jesus. We won't trust in God. Where is your faith at? You say you have faith in God. You say you trust God. Okay, then, if you trust God, we need to learn how to... The last message was, was what? Be still and know that I'm God. Faith lets you know... That is that when God ain't speaking for you to be still and know that he's God. That's where faith comes in at. Faith don't come in and say, uh-uh, this is too much going on. I got to do something and run and do this and do that. That's not faith. That is us. Faith is when God is not speaking, we stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And God will give you direction. You got to just trust him for it. Amen. It ain't easy, but that's why we're called to be soldiers of the Lord. We don't always know everything, so let's not act like we do. Stay humble, because the minute you get prideful and feel like you know is the, is the minute that you go down. Pride will take you down. Humility will lift you up. Stay humble. Stay humble, y'all. Stay humble. If you don't stay humble, it's going to mess you up. None of us has mastered knowing the voice of God because God can speak in one way and then change how he speaks to you in a different way. So we got to stay humble. Remember, it is a privilege for God to speak to you. God doesn't have to speak to us. Hearing God is a privilege. So don't, uh, uh, what's the word? Don't um, take the privilege for granted. Don't take the privilege for granted. Don't abuse the privilege because there can come a point that he stops speaking while you think he's still speaking. Remember, the prophets prophesied and God had not spoken because they got caught up in themselves. Let's not get caught up in ourselves. I don't care how long we've been saved. We got to stay humble. I don't care how long we've been saved. I don't care how much Bible we know. I don't care how many miracles we saw in God. It's still a daily basis of God, teach me your love. Teach me your way. God, save me. There ain't a day that go by that you should have the mindset, I'm good. The devil is a lie. Every day, God, keep me saved. I want to be saved. I need to be saved. I don't want to be lost. Don't get caught up in yourself and end up losing your salvation. God sends people in our lives for a reason. And sometimes it's for correction. 
I told Bishop Milton yesterday, and I'm closing. I told Bishop Milton yesterday, I said, if you got to correct me on anything, go ahead and correct me now. God, you've been so awesome that guess what? You gave me a wife and people and Bishop Milton and Apostle Webster and all of these different men to correct me. Why? Because I don't want to fool myself. I don't want to be lost. And I need people to keep me in check. Yes, I can keep myself in check, but there's a thing called accountability because sometimes we don't want to correct ourselves. Yes, so true. All right, so that's my message. I pray that y'all are blessed. Let's uh, close out, Father, in Jesus' name. God, we thank you, God, for all things. God, we thank you, God, for the live streaming service, God. We ask, oh, God, that you would lead us, guide us, help us to adhere to, Lord God, what was given on today. Cause us to be people of your name. Teach us, oh God, what to do. We give you thanks. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, y'all be blessed. Say that again. All righty, I appreciate that. I don't know how to save it, but I just saw. I, I did see a pause and record button, but I'm going to have to do it on the next one.